Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This. Well, we should testing. actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Yeah, I'm testing it. Yo, 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 yo. You testing me, boy. You testing me, boy. Hmm. Testicles. Um, is that our opening? <laughs> you're testing my testicles, boy. <laughs> what if that was? What if that was a? I wouldn't even wonder what that would even mean. Mm. Anyways, welcome back, everybody. Welcome, everyone. Um, before We're here. we get started, okay. Um, I just want to say that sorry for not uploading last week's episode, Tim. Oh yeah, yeah, I haven't uploaded it yet. Oh really? So there's gonna be an episode double episode feature this week. All right, double episode feature. So one will be of last week and this week. I've just been so busy. Like, yeah, real busy, huh? Well, towards the end of the podcast, we'll discuss why. All right, has, all right, why that's happening. Hey, I didn't even notice. So, well, what does that say about me? Yeah, you're the one that usually makes all the all the banners uh-huh. and all the stuff. And <laughs> Tim's like, "Wait, why? We didn't, we didn't get the podcast. Well, we are we are bad bad hosts. We're bad so boys. We're bad bad boys. Bad boys. Um, we've been naughty. We've been naughty. Mm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for tuning in this week for the Tim and Dave Show podcast. Thank you. Um, you can catch us on our social media accounts on Facebook, the Tim and Dave Show podcast. Mm. You can also catch us on our iTunes, Google Play, FM Play, and SoundCloud accounts to mm. download, listen to, or or whatever you do with our voices. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also donate some monetary funds to our Patreon account to help pay for some hosting fees. Yes. It's the Tim and Dave Show podcast at patreon.com. Or the best way, of course, is word of mouth to get us out there mm, and tell people how wonderful and amazing and great and, and all the other cool things about us are. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. You, I, be, so you, I, better, I prefer, you better do it. I prefer that over others. <clears throat> Tim. David. Do you go to the movies often? No. Okay. Because I don't either. Okay. I kind of want to make that a habit now, though. Going to the movies? I just, I don't know. Like, I just always thought it was something interesting about going to, what are those people doing outside? Okay, never mind. Um, I always thought it was romantic, people just going to the movies. The movies nowadays aren't that terribly expensive. If you don't go and eat I all guess the stuff not. there. Yeah, I mean, I hardly ever go to the movies. But if I did, I don't like the idea of eating and drinking during the movie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. Like, first of all, if I drank something... I'd, Within okay. two hours, I'd need to go to the bathroom, right? Really, two hours? Probably. That's probably something you need to get checked out. Maybe, and that would <laughs> and, and that would distract me from the movie. Oh and my it's gosh. like, just, well, I have to go now or later. I don't know. And it's like you're you're chomping down on some crappy food while you're trying to watch a film. That doesn't appeal to me. You know what really doesn't appeal to me? Uh-oh. These Women? new like re- <laughs> <laughs> these new. This is it, guys. He's finally doing it. <laughs> These new, like, restaurant movie theaters. You know what I mean? Where you, like, order a full yeah. freaking meal. Have you even been to one? No. Well, then go to one. No. Oh, no. I don't. That 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 does not appeal to me at all. When I go to those, It's disgusting to me, actually. When I, when I, it, it revolts me. It kind of is disgusting if you think about it. But when I go, actually, um, I don't order, like, a full course meal. I order, like, a burger or, like, french fries. A or, burger? Or that, that's such a sloppy thing to eat, though. It's nasty. They have trays for you. Like, you have to go to those things to see what I'm talking about. Like, it's, uh. it's like... They have their Kleiner back chairs. No, that's all comfy. That's as too shit. much. And then they have like a little tray for you, like that, that swivels. And then there's it, something dissolute about it. Just too much at once. Here's the thing: I can deal with it. Like, if it's can't not- you separate stuffing your food, your face with <laughs> fatty American food from watching a movie? Can't you separate the two things? <laughs> I cannot. Oh my There's god! About it. Go to a movie, let your appetite build up, yeah. and then go to dinner. You know what I mean? I know, but like, I want, I want instant. I know that's not good. 
this is one of the many many problems with society. Well, they don't let they don't let kids under eighteen go to, or eighteen or twenty one now. Don't go to those. They're not allowed to go to those movie theaters anymore. Really? No. Why is that? I think they want to. I think it's first off, nobody has been going to movie theaters. That's hmm. the thing. Like that was the big thing. No one's watching movies anymore. I thought that's not the case. Uh. Well, maybe it's the case that there are a small number of huge blockbuster hits, yeah, and then the, the next tier down, no the, one goes to the them. The majority of movies that are being Yeah, and made. it's all freaking superhero crap. Yeah, and, and the movie theaters aren't making any money anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it is all superhero crap. God. Just, I, I only... mean, there's good film is being produced, and you can go to smaller, like, artistic right. cinemas. and you Artisanal cinemas. Yes. They're out there. With, with, but... with like, artisanal caramel popcorn. Hmm. Or mm. artisanal tafe. Yes. All right, go on. Okay. Well, those things are out there, and you can go to them, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're more specialized and certainly not as prevalent as the big things. Well, the big things are The big things are usually prevalent. pretty prevalent. <laughs> um, but I think what I, sa- what I was saying is that <clears throat> they're trying to get a different clientele now, yeah. whereby they don't have um, uh, children in their, in their theaters because... Um, they want to make sure that the adults feel like they're having a, a better experience. I've had I've heard stories where kids. Uh, I had an un- I have an uncle who had a his wife was pregnant, hmm. and they wanted to see a movie before um, the wife had was going to have a kid. It was uh-huh. like the last date before having a kid. Hmm. And long story short, <clears throat> they asked this pe- the people where there were empty seats. Is anyone sitting here? The person said no. Hmm. Then these teenage kids come back Uh-oh. and says. Um, what do you call it? Them. Uh, we were sitting here, and then Tony, with his pregnant wife, <clears throat> was saying, "No, you know, we were here. Sorry, guys. I don't know what to tell you. My uh-huh. wife's like, you know, eight months pregnant. Yeah. They go back, get the, their pimply friend manager. Oh my god. Oh out. my god. And you know my, you know my uncle, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I can imagine. <laughs> and um, well, you don't know, no, but you know of him. Okay. And what do you call it? He just let it go, uh-huh. but the story, the way he tells it, he's all like, <laughs> I'm never going back to a movie theater again, <laughs> and I just think that's funny. Yeah. Um, I was mistaken for being Jewish again. Uh, I don't get shop. it. You don't look Jewish. I, I, so I, I was having a conversation uh-huh. about how I'm trying to get an Instagram account up Okay. because my coworkers want me on social we- media. Hmm. Social media? I was Ooh. on media. <laughs> all right. Uh, that would be an interesting pun. So I don't want to put them on my Facebook just yeah. because I just prefer that boundary. Mm, I hear you. And so I guess Instagram's the next best step because it's pretty just much people putting pictures up. You know, yeah, it's not like, yeah. It's not. It's very impersonal in that mm-hmm. way. So I'm complaining in a coffee shop about how I don't understand how social media works, just uh-huh. out loud and whatever. And then this this guy out of nowhere, are you Jewish, sir? <laughs> come <laughs> says, well, why don't you do hey, this, hey buddy? You a Jew? <laughs> I was like, he's just going through the shops yeah. on freaking Westchester, asking Anybody people if they're. Yeah, it's not supposed to be. Whoa, <laughs> this is a this is a freaking free town, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so I'm complaining about Instagram. This uh-huh. guy randomly butts in, like I don't know, 25 to 30. I don't know, mm. whatever. And I start complaining about other things. Okay. And then literally, he says, "By any chance, are you Jewish?" Mm. And I said to him back, "Why do I?" First, I was like that. You, you, I was, first off, I said to him, "That's not the first time." In my lifetime that I've ever been asked such a question. Uh-huh. And I asked him, why do you think that I could be Jewish? He's okay. all like, well, it's not necessarily your physical features. No. It's the way that you present yourself in a conversation and how you like to complain about other things. 
maybe. And that's and that's and he, the fellow who was asking me this was indeed Jewish. Okay. Well. So like he's like, I can say this, and I'm all mm-hmm. like, I'm sure you can, but yeah. why am I being considered? Jew- I don't care if I'm Jewish or not. I'm just saying, yeah. why is it that so many individuals who are well, Jewish I stereo- think I'm Jewish? I guess the stereotype is that they're very exaggerated when they like you know complain or vent about something. But my family's always you been do that. that. Way. But that's Mediterranean. That's I think, Italian. I, that's what I told the guys. That Mediterranean. Yeah, exactly. What we do. We've all grown up in the same freaking. And same I mean the bit. Jews. They're Mediterranean. Pal- uh, Palestine, yeah. you know, the Levant, that's a Mediterranean yeah. culture. And then you, know, you had Rome, and well, Rome's yeah. not sandy, but Napoli was like mm-hmm. a coastal area, things like that. That's yeah. where I came from. So, yeah. Lots of Jews in the Mediterranean. Well, then eventually, <clears throat> I'm trying to get work done here with this Instagram and all. Yeah. And I talked to this guy for two hours. Apparently, uh-huh. he studied Korean studies wow. in Ohio. Mm. Um, went to Korea to get uh, um, Seoul University, which is like a really top university, mm-hmm. to get a master's in politics. Went back to the uh, the United States to go to New York to get his law degree. Uh-huh. And um, <clears throat> what do you call it? He um, also was named David. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> even kidding. Hey. The guy spoke fluent Korean. Also a Jewish name. So, and his, la- his middle name was Alan. Mm. Alan. So, and I told him that I would, I would tell him that I, I, I said, you should really listen to my podcast. If you like, listen to me talk a lot. And he's all like, is that something you say to everybody? Like coffee shops? He's like, <laughs> you tell all the guys yeah. that. And I was like, Alan, whoa, this, was, this whole, t- this whole conversation, this guy's trying to roast me. But when yeah. you start having him talk about Korean cinema. Ooh, really? Oh, uh, this guy was like, I'd like to hear some of that. Oh God. He's in town for a little while. I mean, like I didn't get his number, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Darn wanted, it. Like, you wanted to have some time with mm, him. I did. Um, Guy has no idea what he wants to do with his life. Hey, and I was saying that you wanted to go to law school, uh-huh. and he's I was, and I said, why did he want to go to law school? And he's like, I don't know. It seems like the thing I did to do. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Well, I, I don't. And I told him, I have no. My buddy's trying to do the same thing. I have mm-hmm. no inclination. By the way, guys, Tim's going to take the LSAT in a month. Maybe we'll see. Well, I mean, says, I'm signed up for it, so I'm out the 180 no matter what. We'll see if I oh end God. up doing it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to take it eventually, but we'll see if I do it this July. Ladies and gentlemen, we should all root for Timmy to take the LSAT. Ooh. LSAT. LSAT. Mm. He said he got a full scholarship to Temple. Yeah, but he, but he that's chose, not hard to do. But he chose not to go. Yeah. So, anyways, I mean, I'm sure I'll I'll get a full scholarship to Temple. An offer. That'd be cool. Yeah, three three more years of in school. I mean, you know, low stress, a lot of free time. Why not? The heck else am I gonna do? At work, I guess. I don't know. Um. So where are we going with this popcorn thing I was telling you about movies? Oh yeah. Okay. I just want to go watch movies lately. Just All like, right. You know. Well, I, nothing's stopping you. I, I know. I know. But I, you know, a matinee maybe. Mm, you know what I mean? mm-hmm. Given the, the amount of free time that I've have given myself in in in, in regards to my life circumstances, which. Yeah. Uh, is is great by the way. I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I I will say this though, because of what you know, um, all the stuff that I do, uh-huh. <clears throat> um, my sleep pattern's been off, yeah. and I feel like I'm a type of person as much of a spree spree as oh, much of a spree, spree spirit <laughs> a free spirit. I tried to me. say it too and couldn't. Yeah, a, a free spirit I may be. Uh-huh. I really do need structure as far as sleep patterns. You need a regimentation because I am a man who enjoys enjoying. Mm. Sleeping is enjoyable. Yeah, I don't need structure. You don't need structure. I don't think so. You're not like a. You're not like a. A rooftop building. You're more like a tree. You yeah, know, you gotta, yeah. But then again, they do have a cell structure too. And okay, yeah. 
I've been sleeping regularly myself. <laughs> and he looks at me like I'm crazy. David, I've been <laughs> sleeping regularly. Yeah, going to sleep early, waking up early. You see this epitome of Doritos and freaking d- hot fries yeah. <laughs> This is your life right <laughs> this now. This is my life right now. This Two is, open is, bags of Doritos. The Nacho and the Cool Ranch. And I also have like the Cab Spicy Fries. Wow. There. And there were gummy bears somewhere. Mm. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to keep it Living together. Living wild. I'm trying to keep it together, dudes. <laughs> Living wild. All right, so to pertinent topics that pertain. Yes. To per- Speaking of Korea, to oh, pertinent yeah. topics that pertain to everything. Pyongyang. Pyongyang. There you go. Pyongyang. Korea, the summit finally happened. Trump proved the haters wrong. Proved haters the doubters hate. wrong. Uh huh. That hater raid. Yeah, man. He. I knew. I knew that Trump and Kim Jong Un would get along. <laughs> don't you just sense that chemistry there? Like they're buddies now. They like each other. I don't know. Trump but... likes Kim. So honestly. Other than the fact that I saw that they did get together, I uh-huh. very little of substance about what was done or anything of that nature. Because to me, my impression was uh, a pseudo thing was signed about peace and yeah. nuclearization. But the point is, the point isn't necessarily getting concrete things done. It's opening up a dialogue and resetting, you know, just resetting the tone of the relationship into something more productive, well, which was definitely done. Okay. There's no question about it. Okay. And... Uh, by the, way, By the way, so a lot of Democrats will say anything bad as long... Whatever Trump does, they'll try to spin it negatively, right? Okay. They're going crazy about this, like, I can't believe Trump is talking to an enemy country. I can't believe he's saluting the Korean generals. I can't believe he's talking to dictators without demanding anything in return. This is exactly what Republicans said about Obama. Do you remember that? Uh, when he was, there was wasn't it during when like he was going to try to meet with uh, uh, Ahmadinejad yeah, in Iran. Iran? This is exactly yeah, yeah. what Republicans yeah. said about Obama. Yeah. And now Democrats are saying it about Trump. Yeah. But then it tells you everything did, you need Obama to know. Did it, though. Yeah, he should have though. There wasn't a good reason not to. And Trump should have done this. It's great. Okay. Now we've got a great new ally in North Korea. And let it be well known, I have said on this pub. On, I have said on this. I've been saying it this podcast. I have said on this podcast. I know what North Korea is going to ask for. What? They want a suspension in the military exercises with South Korea. I've said it before. That's what they're angling for, okay. and that's what they got. That was their big ask. Okay. So, so I know it. what's going on. By the way, the media never talked about that. That was never like one of the major issues brought up by the media. I don't know. I mean, but I, if you've I, been listening to the Tim and Dave podcast, yes, Tim you and Dave would show know. podcast. What? Tim and Dave Show podcast. The Tim and Dave Show podcast. Okay. You would have known what North Korea wanted out of this, and they got it. Maybe we should have just named ourselves the Tim and Dave podcast. Maybe that would have why, made all the difference. Why, why, why didn't? Why did we put show in there? Why not? Sometimes you need you need that. All right. I guess you're right. No, I mean like, but then the denuclearization. The Tim and Dave podcast sounds kind of raunchy, doesn't it? Yeah, Tim and Dave Show like, podcast. <laughs> like whatever we podcast we talk about mm. here. All right. What kind of recording is this? Where in Westchester are you? <laughs> um, what do you call it? So yeah, no, I've been. Th- um, they, they want to denuclearization, that's for sure. Well, yeah. But I don't know. Nothing came of it, though. Like, They're not going to denuclearize because North Korea knows that's so then what a strategic necessity. That they're not going to go crazy. We get good relations out of it. Plenty of countries have nuclear weapons. We're not necessarily worried about it because we have good relations with them. We're worried about North Korea having nuclear weapons because we have bad He's relations with them. Side of this. He's uh-huh. going to hoodwink Kim Jong-un. No. So he's going to hoodwink they're, Kim Jong-un. He's gonna their make bond is too strong now. He's going to make an excuse as to why he needs to bomb the crap out of them. 
and then from there, then that's, I would, that's their buy-in. I would say you're right, because that's what his advisors are going to try to get him to do. Right. I would say you're right. But the bond I sense between Trump and Kim Jong-un is so deep and strong. Well, we were at that summit, so w- uh-huh. who would know better than us? Exactly. 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 We, 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 and brokered, also you we had, brokered peace for America. You had all these uh, media reports about yeah. Kim Jong-un in Singapore. Everyone's saying he's so happy and enthusiastic to check out everything in Singapore. Yeah. And every picture you see him in, he's all smiling and excited. This has been a major PR win for Kim Jong-un. This whole thing. I think he comes across as very likable. Well, I'll say this. They were pointing at plants. It's like, oh, that's a plant right there. Well, <laughs> he does like plant. to point at giant plants. <laughs> I could eat that, probably. <laughs> Get my guys to cook that tonight. Mm. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. <laughs> Goddamn heads of state. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I thought it was more... I thought the ceremonial uh, visit of Kim Jong-un and uh, President Moon, Moon. In was the, much in the more... Yeah. I think that was cooler. I thought that was Trump is making all this happen. If Hillary won, none of this would happen. Yeah, there'd probably be. There's no way to deny that. Yeah, that was. Trump deserves the Nobel Prize. Well, for this more than Obama, probably this. Yeah, for this. Yeah, he deserves it. But not not a fan of Trump, regardless. Whatever. I'm a fan of certain aspects of his. Not at all a fan of other aspects. Speaking of major world events, hey, speaking of Italy. I don't know if you've paid attention at all to Italy's political situation recently. What the hell do you think? You have not. No, it's I very interesting. All so right. they tell. they currently have a colon. They had um a colon set. They have a colon. Currently, they, have, they got a big colonoscopy. They had major national elections recently, and they f- two parties formed a coalition government. Two outside parties. A right-wing party called the League a and a left-wing party, party called, the called the Five party. Star Movement. Okay. Sorry. And this is a pretty—it's a very interesting thing. I mean, I think it's the first time you have in a major country of what is considered to be a far-right party and what is considered to be a far-left party yeah. forming a coalition <laughs> together. And they're basically sort of combining their positions that sort of go together. Like you have populist economic policies, mm-hmm. but also very restrictionist immigration policies. Mm-hmm. And um, they even had one of their, um, they had a finance minister get rejected by the president. Over there, the president is a more like ceremonial position. He's not really involved in running the government or right. in policy. Right. But he's kind of like a king in a mm-hmm. sense where he has to sign off on official decisions to let it happen. He tried to block one of their finance ministers because he's very anti-EU and anti-Euro. That was a big deal. But anyway, the major scandal recently is that they've turned away a ship that was carrying Uh, many refugees in the Mediterranean. Now, Italy is where they get dropped off a lot, right? All these ships are out there collecting them, and then they just drop them off in Italy and say, hey, buddy, it's your problem, Italy. So now Italy said, "Um, no, we're not doing this. Take them somewhere else. Spain has offered to receive them. Spain also recently got a new government, a much more left-wing government than before. So I don't know it's if pendulum, then. I don't know if they've been dropped off there yet. But yeah, Italy's making they, they, ha- they have been dropped off. I oh, just they have. The, I okay. just read the article this morning. So yeah, Italy's making moves. Very interesting. Keep your eyes on Italy, everyone. I think it's because of the World Cup. They didn't get their in, and they're all then they got angry. Exactly. And Probably. They're all like, "This is not the way I want to live my life." Interestingly, Southern Italy has the highest unemployment rate of anywhere in in Europe. 
hmm. at least in Western Europe. Even I think it's even worse than Greece. Wow. Like the gap between the north and the south is still really, really significant. Like it's hmm. a very significant gap still. I wonder why. And it always has been. Well, it always has been. I mean, yeah. Northern Italy got connected in the, you know, northern Western European right, right, right. economic expansion. And southern Italy sort of stayed a Mediterranean agricultural area. Hmm. Got conquered by the Moors. Actually got conquered by the Normans. Who got conquered by the Moors and Normans? Who? Huh? Southern Italy. You did. Sicily. I said you did. Hey, Ireland did get conquered by the <laughs> Normans, but we never got conquered by the Moors. <laughs> wow. My bad. That's right. My bad. My bad. So, that's on you, buddy. I know it's on me. Most things are. Speaking of the media. Yes. I don't think we were, but speaking of the media, pretend we were. Okay. Washington Post. This is an interesting Big story. Big stuff going this down. This is an interesting story. So there's, there was some kind of negotiation with the writers of the Washington Post and the company, the Washington Post, which is now owned by Jeff Bezos. Who is a piece of garbage. Of Amazon, who is, is a, a piece, piece of, of garbage. garbage. He's a piece of garbage. And we don't want Amazon in Philadelphia. No, Stay the heck no, out. get out of here. I don't want an Amazon in Philadelphia. And uh, Jeff Bezos prefers to run his employment outlets as slave factories, mm-hmm. which he's also trying to do now to the Washington Post. He's refusing pay raises and all this. And this has caused quite a stir among the uh, reporters there. Also, interestingly, it's not Amazon that owns the Washington Post. It's Jeff Bezos as a person, separate from the Amazon organization. That's like, weird. It's a vanity project for him. Yeah. And since that's happened, the Washington Post has been extremely anti-Trump. So now Trump is jumping on this. He, issued, he sent out this big tweet about how terrible it is that the Washington Post isn't giving out raises. <laughs> And he said that the workers should go on a long strike. <laughs> so now Trump is the labor president. <laughs> That's hilarious. What did the Washington Post say about it? I don't know if they've responded yet. That is pretty hilarious. But yeah, actually. Jeff Bezos is a piece of garbage. I hate him. He's no, he sucks. He's an evil person. He, he's, he, he's an he, evil he, man. He looks terrible. Oh like, yeah, he looks like he eats the souls of children. He does. You know, he eats the souls. Well, he gives us some quick shipping though. That's for sure. Uh, I wish. I, w- I mean, uh, I use Amazon. It would be better Tim, if Tim. It would be better Tim. if it were not an option. Tim. Yes. My cousins had birthday parties, new children, whatever, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I had to go to their thing in my hometown, Phoenixville. Okay. Uh, yesterday. Hmm. Being a busy man that I am. Oh yeah. As busy. you can see with the piles with the of Dorito Doritos. Doritos. Okay, uh-huh. I had un. But not been able to, <laughs> to, to to get their gifts. Okay. So then I went to a Kmart for the first time, and I don't even remember how long. What a Kmart! The one in Westchester. Wow. To pick up some trinky dink stuff for them, uh-huh. so that's because they're kids. Actually, we went into that Kmart the day we went shopping for a mic to start this podcast. And did they have a mic? N- no, we got it from Radio Shack. Because okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so and that's Radio Shack is now. Gone. Most, yeah. Unfortunate. And yeah, that's where we bought the Eagles. That's where I bought the Eagles shirts. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Because uh, some guy had like an Eagles shirt stand like randomly there. They were all freaking like bootleg. It didn't cra- even say Eagles. No. It was just Philadelphia <laughs> and a number. <laughs> it's the greatest. Um, so anyways, as I was saying, I, um, I went to this Kmart and it took me 15 minutes to find the toys that I need to get for the kids. Hmm. It took me an additional 45 minutes to wait in line. To get those damn things oh, yeah. strung up. Uh-huh. That's, you know, so, as much as Bezos... I don't, I don't like to cast aspersions, but it's not a high-quality workforce. Now, and, and that's kind of how I was thinking in my head, too. Like, I don't want to judge, mm-hmm. but this person behind here has yeah. hit retirement 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But because of the economy, they're still here. Very sad. And the other person behind the counter, you know, uh, 
you know, unfortunately, asymmetrical faces, this is what happens. Mm. So Wow. Yeah. You're getting straight up <laughs> eugenic on us. Whoa. I was very annoyed. Whoa. I was so annoyed. I was like, I'm buying literally $5 freaking plastic ball and a plastic bat mm. for a four-year-old girl, okay? <laughs> like, I'm all about gender equality. She goes, she can play with a baseball if she wants mm. to. I bought her some lacrosse sticks for kids, wow. some art gear junk, mm. you know, bought some chocolates for my mom because why not? Hey. And, you know, it's – and it took me 45 minutes and I had to stay positive. And this one older – the older lady, the individual who was older – who was at the register was trying to call this other elderly oh, male uh, um, who was ro- rolling carts, uh-huh. and she said Ed, and he's wa- he's just rolling away, Ed, <laughs> rolling away, Ed, and we're and like literally twenty twenty five <laughs> people are in line. Oh my seeing god, this all take place. She's like, Phew. and obviously he had to have heard her. So guess what I freaking did? Did you say Ed? <laughs> Ed! <laughs> then he turns around, and the cast register lady just says, "Don't worry about it, honey. It's all right." Oh my god! And then the kids in the line started hearing me being an ass, and then they mm. started screaming at. It. And the whole store was, <laughs> like, yeah, that was that was my Saturday afternoon. Wow, sounds pretty sweet. It was so you know, Bezos is an evil man, um, in his own. But practices. that's part of this problem because these stores are losing so much revenue. They have they can't afford to hire better. People. Well, he, uh, he's evil for not allowing his company to just get, get rid of better Amazon. rights for, for the workers. I All these evil things. Yeah. All these internet things. Let's get rid all of it. All these internet things. All these crazy web or Internet. Web, it should just websites be. Websites and, and, and AOL. It should just be blogs, news websites, and message boards. <laughs> get rid of everything else. I mean it. This is, the, this is the. Could you imagine Tim controlling the internet? It would be great. This is what Tim's vision of the internet uh-huh. should be. Blogs. What was the other two? News websites. Yeah. And message boards. No porn. No, no porn. This guy, he's celibate now, hey. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have to root out the corruption of society. <laughs> God. Vote Tim for internet president. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wow. wow. That'd be sweet. That would be pretty You'd weird. You'd vote for me. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. You do not have the policies I would agree with. Because there one in particular? The porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need porn. Like everyone does. You say so. Um, all right. Well, then that's, that's, that's off the bucket list. Oh, my God. So, so. I have something funny to show you. After this, zip, zip, um, and I, I wrote this like two nights ago okay. while in, a, in a different state, mm. and I and I wanted one day to you to find this, but I don't think you're ever gonna find. I'm not it. gonna find it because I okay, I, I'm gonna show it to All you. All right, okay, nice, good talk. Remind me, I'm excited. Oh, like, I'm not gonna forget. Makes me okay, so, so. But that's the weirdest segue you've ever so. done. So <laughs> just turns his head and says, "So." Hmm. Is this it? That's it. That's our topics. You got a topic? I do. All right. Let's hear it. Uh, So, ladies and gentlemen. um, Well, I mean, I guess I should just say it how it is. Spit it out. So, for the past six, seven months now, Mm -hmm. um, I've been on a journey. (laughs) (laughs) And I've realized I'm a woman. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, as you can probably tell, as a person of my generation and as a person of my disposition and mm. as a person of my mindset and viewpoints, mm-hmm. I've been pretty unhappy as far as the way in which um, the way in which things are in America, mm-hmm. and more specifically, the opportunities for jobs. Mm. 
as you've heard from me before, you know, I went to university. I did th- everything a good little boy was supposed to do. Mm, yes. You know, I wear my tie. Mm. You know, I tie my shoes. Yeah. I pay my bills. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm, I'm 20, 28 years old. And, you know, I'm not saying that I was completely miserable throughout this entire time after university. Mm-hmm. That's That would be completely not true. I guess the best word I can describe is this didn't feel right. Mm, like, it I didn't see. feel like this was supposed to be what life was supposed to be like you know mm-hmm. what i mean uh some people have said many reasons of why i am like this some one of the bigger reasons is that i don't want to settle mm. um which i think you know if i if you still have the gusto inside and the fire brand in your eyes like you 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 shouldn't stop you should keep yeah. going and mm-hmm. i think i've espoused that viewpoint to everyone here in the podcast and with tim here mm. that there's so much left of life to live as long as you're willing to take the risks to to do that, not necessarily you have to go off and like, you know, invest millions of dollars and whatever. Take a risk for yourself. That mm. if it may not work out, you know, the fact that you tried and th- that you gave it your all, I think, is enough. Because eventually, you throw enough darts at a board, it's gonna hit the bullseye. All right. The thing is, I've been throwing a lot of darts. I mm. started businesses. Uh, I've started positions of leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, I have started online businesses mm-hmm. i mean you would one could argue that this is a business we don't make a dollar off no. of this but you know this I, is more like philanthropy yeah yeah thank you tim yes. this is why we have him as our as my co-host mm-hmm. uh, what, what? Well, co-host we're both co-hosts i to guess one another, okay right? fair enough so it's like i'm not the main host I'm okay a co-host we're co-hosts this guy tim your name <laughs> is the start of the show's name okay okay okay, okay. if you were to be a co-host in that regard <laughs> Whoa! All right, this I feel means be- a lot I feel, to Tim. I feel better now. Apparently, All right. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. Mm. So, anyhow, um, so for the past couple months, I started thinking to myself. Well, not no, for the past several months, yeah, uh, I'm thinking to myself, what's the next step for me? You know, I would have completed five years of my current job now, uh-huh. which again had its ups and downs like there were things that i loved about it i knew i was helping people i knew i was changing the world i knew i was making a difference in life mm. but i also knew that my round trip uh, commute uh was an hour and a half every day Yeesh, plus you know yeah. um that i barely got time to deflate between making food mm-hmm. going to the gym doing laundry cleaning my room all this all the stuff that you need to do when you when you live on your own, uh-huh. oh wait, I didn't live on my own. I also had three additional roommates uh-huh. for the majority of my twenties, uh-huh. and as I hit closer to thirty, you know, and I'm not like begrudgingly saying, oh, I'm worried that, you know, my life won't be fulfilled. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I've just always been a proponent of, you know what, if you have it in your capacity, both physically, mentally, or uh, economically, to do something to do the betterment for yourself, and you're not facetiously going out of your way to hurt others, mind you, Mm -hmm. you should take that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids. um, So I can't speak to those who do have in those situations. But I, I will say, ladies and gentlemen... That whatever your life circumstances, there's always rooms for improvement. Yeah. That being said, I had always had a dream that I wanted to work and live abroad. Yeah, always. At mm-hmm. as since we were kids, I had mm-hmm. said I want to fly away and enjoy a life of of, of lady boys. 
of lady boys exactly uh of of adventure you mm, know what i mean yeah. and thankfully i you know again as i said you have the intelligence the physical ability and the economic flexibility to mm-hmm. do something to better your life then do it and i did that ladies and gentlemen um i took a job to work abroad i will be leaving in four weeks Mm. um to ho chi minh city vietnam actually Mm. um it wasn't all about the money Mm -hmm. but the money's good yeah yeah the money's real good Mm -hmm. it's about fulfillment it's about fulfillment Uh it's also about how the fact that i still have student loans to pay off Mm. yeah uh thank you america Mm -hmm. uh that i would have had to have stayed in my current job for 10 years to get the salary that i'm getting paid next year with Mm -hmm. this new position thank you again america yep uh i also wouldn't wanted to have um a lifestyle that i think is reasonable hmm. with a workload that's reasonable uh-huh. for a person uh, in the life situation that I am in, but that mm-hmm. I could not have here in America. Thanks, America. People, as we said before, there's really only so many professions out there that you can really have that would uh, without have having inherited money, and that's computer sciences, law. If you really, if you were able to make that successful, uh, the medical field, or business and accounting. Okay, everything else other than going through years of grad school for some high-tech science job or whatever, chemical engineering, whatever. And all of those things, guys, I had no interest in. So in, in America, if, and I guess this is how capitalism works. I'm just such a, I'm such a whiny millennial, right? In America, if you don't fit into the molds in which the bourgeoisie have for you, okay, and, and, they, and they will not let you have a happy, balanced life. Yet, yet they save the cream of the crop jobs for their kids. Okay, that's how it works. That's how it works. And we're supposed to, ladies and gentlemen, sit there idly and saying, "Oh, that's just how the world is, right?" Like, there's no reason for me to want to be happy and fulfilled in my job, in my life. No, I'm just whining. Oh, it's just such a convenience for having even to have to want. No, go blow steam. Okay, I've seen enough. Okay, I've 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 viewed enough, and I've read enough, I experienced enough, and I had enough. Okay, enough is enough. Now, is this going to be the end of the road for me? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you right now, this where I was at was not going to be the end of the road for me. Okay, and again, as I said, it wasn't so much so that my job in particular was the bane of all existence. I'm just saying. Uh, coupled with the other circumstances that I had to come to realize, that was not the life I wanted to live, you know? And, you know, truth be told, had one, what a lot of people do is they move in with their significant other. So they have a dual income. Yeah, you don't live alone. But that's another thing. They want you to get married. They want you to have kids. They want you to repeat the pro- I'm not there yet. I don't want to be there yet, but I don't want to be where I am here. So I decided to take a position, ladies and gentlemen, to, to, to work in Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, uh, halfway across the world on the other side. And it's going to be a big adventure. I had a lot of contemplation through this process. I actually got, except I actually got the job in October. Um, and of course, you know, it's been a progression of how to deal with that emotionally, how to deal with that with my life situation. Like, 
and, and honestly, uh, for the majority of this process, it's been it's been hard because I I'm, I'm doing something very difficult by leaving everybody and everything I know to something completely new. But as I said to you, and, and I've been saying to you since we were kids, I've always wanted to do this. And as f- the, 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 the 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 dots are lined up now, mm-hmm. like there is a feasible way of doing this without being some backpacking vagabond, mm-hmm. you know you know slinging slinging english lessons you know what i mean not that there's anything wrong with that but that's not the life i wanted you know what i mean i wanted something a little bit more sustainable you know if i wanted to make a career out of this full time i could um and but there is some sort of um anxiety of course i you know and i didn't feel like it was real until about two months ago and i woke up one night and i said to myself holy crap this is happening i am scared and it is scary to do this. I feel like sometimes, um, you know, when ship when sailors, right, they left their hometowns and they, and they boarded a ship yeah, because yeah. they had no other economic means of finding other things. And then sometimes they have the craziest adventure in their lives and they don't come back to their port for another ten years yeah. with a bunch of ju- uh, jewels and gems and and pig and and, and, and no jewels and gems and a bunch of whale glard. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. That's kind of how I've always pictured it in that way. You know, yeah. remember the 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 movie that the movie the um. The song "Yellow Submarine." My dad, uh-huh. my dad first exposed me to that song, and it wasn't until when I got older that I saw the movie. Uh, probably when I was like ten or eleven of the um, of the Beatles. I think it was called "Yellow Submarine," mm-hmm. and there was two songs I always loved in that chorus uh, or, or or that soundtrack, and that was "Get Nowhere, Man." Mm-hmm. I loved that song; that was great. But I also loved. Uh, uh, the song "The Yellow Submarine." It was like in the town that I was born lived the man who sailed the seas. He had told us of his life and the land, the sea of green, or something like that. Anyways, I know I always kind of felt like if I ever was to settle down and land in some town or whatever the heck it would have been. I wanted to be the old man that had all the tales, like just all the weirds, like like crazy yeah, old yeah. Mister Salentano uh-huh. talking about when he did X Y. You know, that's the epitome of it all. Like, yeah, I yeah. want to know that I lived, uh-huh. okay. And I'm not saying that you have to do exactly what I have to do to live. Mm-hmm. I just know that this is the life I want to live. And although it's new, although it's scary, although it's a crazy adventure that I may or may not like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's something that I always said I wanted to do, and I'm going to do it. Because if I don't do it now, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it later, yeah. and I will regret it for the rest of my life. Yeah, you have to do it. And Timmy's been there, ladies and gentlemen, for me, for this whole process. you know. And maybe one day Tim will follow my footsteps. We'll see. If he decides not to be a lawyer. sexy female lawyer having lots of... <laughs> All right. That was from a Futurama reference. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's the deal. So, ladies and gentlemen... What that means, as far as our time together here at this podcast, mm. we will be recording one last episode next week. Yes. You know, I was debating whether I wanted to put this on you guys earlier or later so you would have that time. Mm-hmm. But I think I think this is the best route of going about it. Um, you know, I've loved doing this with Tim. Yeah, and, great. you know, I think he and I have grown in different ways just because of this Mm -hmm. honestly and you know maybe it was in the maybe it was in the cards that perhaps because i was going to go off and do this because i didn't know i was doing going to do this when i when we first started this podcast over a year ago 
um, that we had every weekend to spend mm-hmm. to talk. Because Tim and I have been not necessarily disconnected, but we've been busy trying to make sure that our our noses are above water. You know what I mean? Just to just to get get through life. And he's lived in you know a different location than me, etc. So it was nice to be able to get to see my best friend mm-hmm. every week, doing what we did what we used to do as kids every day uh-huh. and that was just ripping on the world yeah. just saying this is a joke and as adults it's even as much if not more a joke uh-huh. because now the reality is is like we're not kids anymore we can't just tell jokes all the time we got to also try to make our life into one that's not a joke mm. you know what i mean and uh but always laugh at yourself ladies and gentlemen um so it was i was debating how i wanted to do this but i said to tim let's just do it this week because I, I think give you guys a week to mourn and then look forward to the last episode of yeah. of, of the Tim and Dave Show podcast. Um, ideas for the future. Mm-hmm. I was thinking with Timmy here that maybe he and I could have a special mm. that maybe it's once a month yeah. and it's catching up with Tim and Dave. I'd be down for that if you are. I'd be down for that for sure. And then we'd be like... Well, then you get some foreign flavor. Yeah, yeah. And logistics, we'll figure it out because I'm going to be, yeah, and I'll be bringing the regular studio set with us, well, with me, I will, and I have a vision of doing a podcast in Vietnam. I don't, I I did some some ground research, there's not, there's maybe one tops channel in Vietnam on iTunes, and the big piece of that too is that there's very, there's there's limited freedom of speech in Vietnam, however, the show would be a lot different than the Tim and Dave Show podcast. Yeah. It would be it wouldn't be critiquing the Vietnamese government. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be probably just more of a cultural thing. Uh-huh. I had this idea that uh, Saigon secrets or Ooh. Ho Chi Minh confidentials, ah. and it's more or less me interviewing expats or locals about their life in Saigon, in Ho Chi Minh City, in Vietnam. I'd very much like to listen to such a thing. Where do these people come from? Yeah. What was the decision for them to come to another country? Because again. Even through this, and this is this uh-huh. podcast has been very helpful for me to learn more about myself mm-hmm. and to express myself. And I think that's what art does. Kind of, I want that to also be some sort of mirroring. I want to understand more about the mindset of the traveler because I've always yeah. had that nomadic viewpoint of life. Like mm-hmm. I just think that it's okay to be living in a in a shoebox if I wanted to. You know what uh-huh. I mean? I, I own three pieces of furniture: a mattress without a box spring or a freaking mm-hmm. frame, uh, a desk that I've had since I was t- freaking fourteen. Wow. Uh, and then you, you can't forget the shoe closet. My prize <laughs> possessions. Actually, this is like I will Are you miss taking that with you. No, oh. I'm gonna sell the damn thing. Oh my god! Um, I lo- this was probably the best adult purchase as furniture wise goes. It's beautiful. It is. Thank you. It is, isn't it's it? I and it fit all my shoes. Wow, and that's it, a tall task. That's that's a tall task. I do love my shoes. Um, so. I was thinking about like Saigon Secrets or Coaching Men Confidential, something like that, where I just interview expats or r- locals and saying, "So tell me, how did you get here? You know, where was? What do you do here? Like, what is it like here for you? What do you miss the most? Like, and from all different countries, not just America, Sweden, mm-hmm. Finland, France, uh, uh, South Africa, Australia, UK, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and who doesn't like talking about them story, their story? Yeah. And here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. And I also looked at it as kind of like a networking thing, too. What's the best way – what's a great way of getting to know new people? Being one of the people on the podcast. And mm-hmm. they'll, you'll be known as the guy that has the podcast. And yeah. 
it's it's just this little, there's a bunch of creative ideas that go through my head when I go to Vietnam. I want to be happy, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'm not saying that leaving the place where you're at intrinsically makes you happy. I truly believe you make what you get out of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there is points in a person's life where you just need to detox from certain scenarios and say, I'm going to give this a shot. You know, for hella, what's the worst thing that can happen? One of the best pieces of advice I ever had in my life was given to me when I was a teenager. When someone told me, Dave, listen to me. What's the worst thing that could happen if you do? It was actually going out on a double date or something at a bowling alley or whatever with some high school people that never panned out to be anything. But what's the worst thing that could happen, Dave? And and I and she said back to me, and I said what? And she said back to me, you could just have a bad time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've had a bad time doing <laughs> things I didn't make any risks on. You know, getting caught in traffic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be nice though. The the, the place where I'll be working. Yeah. Ten minute walking distance from where I'm gonna get apartments. Just to think, I could walk to work every day. This makes me. A beautiful, beautiful vision. You know, after having an hour and a half commute. Oh boy. So, guys, that's the deal. Um, God, I don't. I mean, like, it's kind of like almost like breaking up with a bunch of people. You know what I mean? But one way or another, the listeners of the Tim and Dave show, there's no way they won't hear from Dave again. No. Somehow. Or Tim, for that matter. Wow. Either Tim's gonna be on his own Judge Judy Network show, or wow. Tim's all like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> Shut the up. <laughs> So this won't be the last you hear from me, and it won't be the last you hear from Tim, but we have one more podcast next yes, week, indeed. and I hope you guys are ready to tune in, and uh, God, I can't believe we're just doing, you know, we, ha- we had the, the Thanksgiving show, uh-huh. we had Thanksgiving music, yeah. was it Thanksgiving music? I don't remember. It was Christmas music. We had a Christmas, we had a Christmas one. Yeah, music yeah. one, and then we had a movie review one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, the good times. We've had good times. We're smart guys. That's the thing. It'll be our living legacy, just like Cloud Strife was to Zach Fair. Um, But that's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for tuning in, and uh, look forward to talking to you guys next week for our last episode for the Tim and Dave Show podcast. And this is Dave. Take care, everybody, and I will wish you a hopeful and wonderful rest of the week. Bananas. Actually, I heard that bananas actually help with hangovers. Really? I don't like bananas. You don't like life. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.